Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 24. And I'd like to welcome you to Principal Matters Podcast, the School Leaders Podcast, where each week I share innovative ideas for school leaders to serve their school communities. You can see all kinds of free resources that I have for school leaders at my website, williamdparker.com. If you subscribe to receive my weekly updates, you can also receive a free ebook called Eight Hats Essential Roles for School Leaders. Also, check out my book, Principal Matters, The Action, Courage, and Teamwork Needed for Effective School Leadership. You can find Principal Matters at my website at williamdparker.com, or you can find it at amazon.com, Principal Matters by William D. Parker. This week, I want to talk to you about some lessons that I learned a couple of years ago from a very difficult time in our family's life. My son is uh, 10 years old. His name is Jack. And a couple of years ago, we were surprised when we thought that a routine case of strep throat uh, was not getting better. And then he began to develop a strange rash. And before long, we were taking him to the emergency room because he was so weak, he was unable to walk. And we found out that he had a very rare infectious disease known as Kawasaki. Uh, Kawasaki is a disease that can attack the um, the circulation. It can attack your heart. Um, it can attack your blood vessels. And um, Jack has made a complete recovery from this uh, disease that he had. He's now a very happy, energetic, healthy young boy. But it was a very scary time for us uh, because when we admitted Jack to the hospital, he began to um, have adverse effects to the treatments. In fact, he almost went into, uh, he did go into septic shock. And there was a time there where we were uh, afraid and um, and doctors worked tirelessly and nurses and techs uh, and interns to give him phenomenal care. And uh, with their incredible care and with lots of prayers from our family, uh, Jack has made a full recovery. But, you know, when you're forced into a setting different from the one that you are in normally, you sometimes see things that you may not have noticed otherwise. And when I was forced into this setting for the time when I was no longer sitting in my school, but in fact I was sitting in a hospital room, I was watching each day the incredible teamwork that was surrounding my son uh, to try to find a cure for him and then try to nurse him back to health. And as I watched this, I, I thought about the the kinds of lessons that I was seeing in this teamwork that applied to all of us. So here are some lessons that I pulled from my son's stay at a hospital that I think could be lessons that each of us can learn in working with any team. So let me talk about the first one. Number one, common goals unite us even when we're diverse. Let me give you some context. When, um, when Jack was admitted to the hospital, he was in horrible shape. He had high fever. He had swelling and a rash. And when they diagnosed him uh, and began treatments, his condition actually worsened at first. 
uh, when he went into shock, they began, uh, they had to stop his treatments, they had to stabilize him, uh, and then they began treatments again. And this time the symptoms began to disappear and he began to heal. And it was obvious during this entire time that his medical team had one goal, and that was to save our son. No matter what their backgrounds were, because they had different backgrounds, different genders, they had differences in their job titles, uh, differences in compensation, because I know their titles would require different compensation. Each team member was focused on the same outcome. Every decision was weighed against the effect that it would have on him and his condition and his well-being. Now, in Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, he studies the most effective businesses in America, ones with the longest track records for success. And one of the many contributing factors of these great companies was their ability to focus on a specific area where they could make the most difference and work toward that goal. So what is lesson number one? When we focus on common goals or a common goal, not allowing ourselves to be distracted by many others, we are more strategic and more effective. So what's the common goal that you're working toward with your team? A common goal unifies even the most diverse people into positive action. So number one, unify around a common goal. Number two, great team members know their roles and they execute them well. Whether it was, in my son's case, a nurse tech assigned to check his vitals or his RN who determined to bring his fever under control, um, his physicians who prescribed treatments or the pharmacist or lab techs, we never met anyone who was prescribing him um, or analyzing him uh, that did not understand their role well in what they provided for his healing. Each one of them performed their role as it was assigned. So that meant that the nurse wasn't attempting to diagnose him because that was the doctor's role. And the tech wasn't administering the meds. That was the nurse's role. Instead, each person was performing the role that he or she had been assigned, and they did it really well. You know, it's kind of like an athletic event. You sometimes see teams playing in their zone. Everything seems to go to flow effectively. But in reality, you're just observing skills the skills of individuals who understand their role so well and they've played them so long, they practiced them so much, and they've been together enough that it makes a complicated event look like a play. It makes it look beautiful. And the result is something wonderful to observe. So lesson number two, fulfilling specific roles mean each team member understands his or her responsibilities and each person performs what's their role for the team. The effect and the outcome can be breathtaking when you do. So what is your main role in the school? Remember to do that. Number three, caring for people and reaching outcomes have to go hand in hand. You can't help someone without caring for them or connecting with them. And not only did my son's medical team accomplish their goal, but they really cared for him. So whether it was regulating his meds or whispering soothing words to him or finding creative ways to relieve his fever, they were consistently showing the sincerest care for him. You know, most educators are familiar with the research done by the Gates Foundation on the three R's that are present in great schools, rigor, relevance, and relationship. In schools, an educator can be an expert in their curriculum and instruction, but the intangible element of caring for others, loving students anticipating their needs, 
That doesn't mean being gooey. It just means that they know you connect with them. Um, this is what separates great instructors from great teachers. Teachers care. They instruct well, but they also care. So what's the lesson learned? Well, lesson number three is when trust and care are present, not only do you accomplish your goal, but you accomplish meaningful goals because you're establishing relationships and connections with others. I can remember that Jack, although he was excited to go home, was actually sad to leave the people with whom he had bonded. Usually more learning and productivity and positive outcomes come when you care for people and reaching your goals. Number four, great teams remain teachable. No matter how much you learn about your job, there's still more you can learn. And another reason that I think my son's medical team was so effective was that they were, this was a teaching hospital. Resident doctors were interning there and they were being asked to participate and lead in decision making. And at the same time, older doctors were mentoring and coaching and teaching them. So it was so neat as a as the father of a patient, but also as an educator, to observe this atmosphere, this mutual respect, where they were continuously learning, continuously researching, continuously practicing um, their skills. All these things were a valuable part. It wasn't just one person calling the shots. Not only do we flourish when we work in cultures where people are still learning, but those whom we serve flourish too. I flourish when I continue to learn, and so do the people that I'm working with. So what's this last lesson? When when people value the importance of consistently learning from one another or relying on research-based best practices or growing through experienced work, then we create a culture where people can grow. Great things happen in places where people are flexible and open and teachable. So let me wrap this up. Our experience with our son's medical crisis was a difficult one, but there were so many incredible lessons learned through the process. Watching him come home, watching him recover, watching him regain his strength and his health and become the vibrant, happy, healthy boy who he was before was so wonderful. And he had an incredible team that helped him reach that. Great teams work for common goals. Great teams know how to execute their individual roles Great teams care for one another, and great teams remain teachable. In my son's case, the actions of his great team literally saved his life. Think about what we can accomplish for our own lives and our schools and our communities when we're willing to work together, when we're willing to do these four things. Unify around a common goal. Know our roles and execute them well care for people in the outcome in in the process and remember how important it is to remain teachable i hope you'll take time to share today's podcast with someone else if it was inspiring to you or helpful or if you want more resources please check out my website at williamdparker.com if you have time to go over to itunes and rate today's program when you do it makes it more accessible to others and Other people can be aware of this podcast and can grow and learn together with us. I'm so excited to see how our time together is including more and more people and that we're growing together. If you want more resources, I would love to connect with you online. 
on my website at williamdparker.com, or you can Twitter me at, at WilliamDP, or you can find me on Facebook. There's lots of places you can connect with me. But until next time, I hope that you have a fantastic day, and I hope that you remember that what you do matters. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.